Yo, 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 beloved slime. What's Gucci? What's Gucci? It's your boy Grav. This is What on the Screen Podcast, episode 46, I think. 46, yeah, 46. I'm with a special guest, bruh. Well, I'm with a special well, guest. Well, Homeboy well, been well, inspiring me for a minute. Well, the well, most well. hardworking blogger, super Preach. consistent. Preach. In Pitor. <laughs> Yo, homie, what's good? My what's G, what's good? good? Fresh? Easy, 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 easy. Oh, wait, oh, How you doing, bro? Nah, man, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for inviting me to the pod. Ah, for like, sure, dog. It's been long overdue, actually. We've been talking really? about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah we've like, low-key talking about it, but it's time. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. But how you doing, bro? Are you good? No, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Cannot complain at all. That, that, that's, that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. How was your weekend? Oh man, I was pretty chilled. I was pretty chilled. No. What did you get up to? Uh, I was chilling at home. Just I was home alone for the weekend. So. Ew, did you throw a party in your day? Zero for the culture. No man, no man. I decided. I decided to become Jimmy Oliver and just experiment with food in the kitchen. So. Oh shit! You were yeah. on your shifties. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was on my shifties. I was like looking in the kitchen. I was like, I bet take this and this and. There's some food for me to eat. Oh, so what did you make? Me? Well, I just made some French, some light French toast, you know, for some dessert. French toast. Mm. Yeah, 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 yummy, yeah. yummy, so, yummy, boy. Some that's, light French toast for dessert. That's and, actually fire. Yeah. Syrup, so, gang syrup? Or yeah? nah? Gang nah, syrup? Nah, no syrup. I eat that shit with ice cream. Ah, dog, I've never actually tried that shit before with ice cream. How is it, it with ice cream? Best shit you ever have. So no syrup, dog. None of that. No sugar in the syrup. I put in the egg. I put like cinnamon and sugar. Okay. Yeah, and then put it in the pan, fry it, and then into the bowl. Gang ice cream. Devour it. That's ah, it. that that's that's lit. That's sweet. That's super lit. Yeah. Ah, Joe, uh, I'm good. I can't complain. I'm chilling. I've just been overthinking a lot of shit. I was like, hey man, let me just chill. I got shit to do. And uh, my weekend, my weekend was good. My weekend was good. I was watching um, series, uh, the series that I've been watching, uh, Brothers and Sisters. It's like a dope. It's a family show that's like consistent of like family business. Like it's a family business, and then it's like there's like eight siblings, and it's all related around them and their stories, like depression, uh, family secrets type of shit. It's like a real. It's an old show, but it's really good. So I we're on season four now with my folks. I watch it with my granny, and my mom. Oh, right. So looking back at it now, looking back at it now as a as a as a as a twenty year old, it's like oh shit, this actually was ahead of its time and super duper relatable when it comes to like uh, family values and family structure and shit like yeah, that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So like okay, this is really dope. So we almost finished with that series. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Like there's certain things when you listen or watch, you'd be like, okay, wait, this is actually ahead of its time. Bruh. Like Friday, K.O. Re- um, released his first album, Scanner Republic. Yeah. I don't know what happened, but I think it was off, off streaming platforms and whatever. So I spent, I spent the weekend also listening to it and I was like, if yeah. had this came out right now, it K.O. could have easily been gone overseas and been big because of the 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 sound influence he used he used, there's a lot of quite influence on that album him and Lunatic they produced most of it there's a lot of quite influences quite influence in it and that's an easy product to sell overseas like oh shit 
this is not it's hip hop but it's hip hop with a quite the influence yeah and that is something you could easily sell overseas and be like get bookings in Germany and wherever because I was talking to Venom DJ Venom uh yeah, Some you, time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. interviewed Vin. Yeah, I know you did because yeah. I heard that shit. So I, I saw that shit. Yeah, that was, that like, was good. That was a good one too. Yeah. I'm a to, fan, niggas. I'm a fan, Slimes. Don't f- nah, yeah. shout out to VZ for, for allowing me to interview him. And I did it with a friend of mine, Fifi. Uh, she also helped me interview him as well. Like, the problem is, it's like, you can't sell a sound that's already been sold. Like, you can't sell trap. Cause trap is very popular. That's it. So when I so now I listen to the albums, like he Ko could have easily sold us to. So he could have easily be able to promote himself globally. Cause yeah. it's, cause it's taking what we already have and then flip it. While keeping it while having a hip hop influence with it. So that's very was very interesting to to hear it and be like okay wait this was really just a badass project from track one track 12 it's just it's a bad ass project so like KO really did the most and and he looks so happy I don't know probably there was some shit happening behind the scenes but when when he came out he was like okay whoa this is my, my first born is back and the rest of the world can hear what I did back in 2014. So, yeah. It was very interesting to listen to that but I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I, I, I like that it's even like, even with some other movies like, um, you'll probably watch like The Matrix or some shit uh, or like uh, John, Carpenter, John Carpenter's They Live. Then you'll see shit like, you'll be like, yo, I missed this back in the day, looking back at it now and seeing what, what's currently happening in like the social climate. Then you're like, oh shit, this is actually re- relative. Also like with uh, V for Vendetta, that shit ages like wine. A lot that of movies have aged like wine. That motherfucker aged like, aged like wine. Like the whole perfectly. social status and this whole control, political control that we're in now. Fucking insane, bro. But yeah, yeah sports, dog. Uh, Nigeria beat South Africa, dog. I want to know, did you niggas really think South Africa was going to win against Nigeria, dog? Yeah. Ah, judge your niggas. Why you niggas fall for the hope thing, dog? No, it's not even a hope thing. It's a simple thing. When they came here for the AFCON qualifiers, they drew one on us. ass. When you play them in Nigeria, you beat them 2-0. So, history says it's possible. It was not, it was not, you see, it was not hopeful ni- You see, hopeful niggas, I can't relate. Ah, Jomi, it was not something that's unachievable. South Africa could beat Nigeria. But a lapse in concentration. Percentile was in doing the- Fako. That nigga was doing, where was that nigga in the game? Man, I don't know what I was talking about. I don't was vanished, no? No, they, 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 Nigeria, they, they really, they tried to like, okay, we're not going to let Tao get that kind of roaming freedom. Because when, remember when you played, once South Africa started getting into the groove against Egypt, Percy Tao was coordinating everything. Yeah. It was, the ball was going through him and he could be like, okay, I'm going to pass it either to, to Mtiba, I'm going to pass it either to um, Lodge. So he, he was able, was able to control the game. So Nigeria were like, okay, we need to box him. And once we somehow have a parameter around him, uh, Lodge wouldn't be able to get those 
final passes. And like they just they were tactically they did they they did what they had to do. We lost in the last minute, which was I think that really hurt badly. <laughs> How did you feel yeah. watching that shit? Oh, What's the thing was on his shit though, I'm not gonna lie, Musa and I, I, I said Ahmed Musa is that nigga. If you know you know. That nigga's really, really good. No uh, like Jesus. He's like my he's like he's like he's like in my uh top five of uh, African players of all time. He's definitely in there. For me, cause I, I I really like dude and his pace and his speed, the way he was opening up opening up our defense, dog. Yeah, and Niger- they, on that flank, ah, yeah, dog, yeah. ah, just late for niggas, dog. Nah, Nigeria will carving us on the flank. But I don't I don't think I don't think South Africa plays well against um African teams though, like like uh the major African teams, like let's say Cameroon or Cote d'Ivoire. They or, we don't play them a lot. Actually, even that I think that's also plays a factor. We don't play them a lot, even within during international friendlies, etc., etc. We don't get Cameroon, we don't get Egypt, we don't get Ghana, and and like yeah, we don't get them. So uh, we can't build like a database. We don't have we don't have that information of okay, look, we played the last time we played them, they did this and this to us. And while we're watching the tournament, it seems like they be doing the same thing. So how can you plan around that? Nah, for sure. Because familiar, because I think once they get, once they're familiar with the opponent, they could, they could have easily done. More. If they're more, exp- I felt the same way. If they were like experienced, like you're saying now, yeah. that we we hardly play them. So if they had like experience with that team, I think we would have maybe drew. I think. Low key, we would have drew all. It could have went to extra time. It should have went to extra time, but it just didn't. It just didn't. How did you feel though when when the Nick when we lost? I'm just gonna say you guys need to stop being hopeful with South Africa, dog. That's all I'm gonna say. No, the difference is that Bafana the last two games they were playing like. The game against Egypt, they showed okay. Even Banyana, look what happened to Banyana. We were so behind Banyana two for a while, and then. But that's the, the difference between Banyana and and. and like my no, I'm just, I'm just my, saying we should stop. I'm just saying, I'm just correlating to we need to stop putting our hopes. Because Miami, we don't see the disappointment. But finally, we see it. Yeah. So with Miami, we can give they have a bit of slack. With Bafana, we know ah they they'll disappoint us. They'll break our hearts again, and then we'll get angry, and then we'll see the metabu, etc., etc., and then. It's so slime. How did you feel when we lost? Like, what was going through your mind when you were watching the game and then the last, at just the last minute, dog, these niggas decide to slap us? It was, it was, I was hacked because we had the, once, once the VR decision went for us, we had the momentum and we could, and that momentum would have taken us into extra time, which. I think we would have done, we would have at least been able to beat them and send mm. the extra 30. Yeah. Because we had the momentum. All we need to do is just protect what we have and then take it to extra time. And then we could go in for the kill because they have 30 minutes to just go gung-ho and really just make it, take the momentum that we have and just really capitalize on it. Do you think we should have stayed more defensive than anything else when we drew, when there's one one? Yes, we should have. Cause we could, we should have, we should have kept our shape. Should have at least been able to take it to extra time, and then, uh. cause Nigeria, cause that the the way 
the way we scored, obviously it's via VAR, so they'll be hacked. They'll be hacked like, okay, wait, the decision went against us. And we have the momentum of, okay, we just scored. So now, what's next? Let's at least, if we, can, if we have a chance to win it in the 90s, then showcase. But for the, for the better part, I think it was about 10 minutes left when we scored. For the better part, let's just keep our defensive shape. And then once extra time ends, Baxter has, has had the time to whatever adjustment that needs to be made, adjust, plus subs as well. So we could have we could have won the game had we to extras. Hey, yeah. And Algeria also last night, um, they made it to the finals, right? Calm as a bitch. <laughs> Calm as a bitch. Why you say that? They beat us with a last minute goal. They lost to a last minute goal in the semis. <laughs> that's the, that's deep now, nah, but but now nah, I think they I think they played very well. Um, Maris was good. I always give that nigga slack, but but I'm gonna keep it a stack with you niggas. That nigga's actually not good against big clubs. If you've seen his if you've seen his career, Ma- Premier League wise, no, Maris isn't good against. Uh, he's he's got the same thing, this same fear that Lukaku has, dog. When it's big teams, they perform they perform excellent when it's like small teams. Like Senegal for me, Senegal for me was like a a mid team dog. So I was like, ah, Joe, obviously this guy's gonna perform. But but yeah, that's just how my t- that's just my take on the, on Mario's dude. But his goal was amazing though. Oh no, that's a that what, free kick goal. That's, that's what a way to win an entire game by winning by with a free kick and just. Top bins. And he was getting in there though. Um on the right flank. He was really getting oh, in, Nigeria in the box. They weren't yeah, even they... in the game, to be honest. They they weren't on it's like they weren't even on the same playing field. Algeria for the entire game they had it. Even when the pain went against them, they still they had it. Cause they cause of the chance in the ninety second that hit the crossbar and then after that, there was a chance Morris could have... Mm. Before the free kick, Morris could have even scored without in the box. But at least, look, he showed it. Like, I'm I'm the man in in this in this stuff, in this team. So I'm going to show why. Improve. Improve why. And he scored a top bins of a free kick. Yeah, no, nah, that, that, was, that was really that was really good. That was really good. Ah, that nigga's getting a salary increase, I'm sure. For move from Pep, of course. For that, I think he's gonna. You think he's gonna? Yeah. If they win, if they win it, if they win the cup, I think he will probably get an increase. You think so? Don't you think so? No. You don't think so? No. For his performance? No. You don't think so? No. Why don't you think so? Because it's Guardiola. Plus, ah, this nigga. Don't insult my coach, my nigga. But actually, you know what? Nah, you can. You know why? Because we fucked up with what we did. So actually, actually take. I'll allow because we, we messed up with what we did this season. I'm disappointed in my squad. I don't even think I'm supporting them this season. Why not? Ah, Joe Puma, dog. That cosign. Fuck those niggas. I'm, I'm upset, dog. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So, so you, why why Guardiola? Why you say Guardiola? Because Guardiola's racist. No. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> no, because I don't think my, what mine has done in a month warrants a salary increase. You don't think he was the star player of the FCON? No, I don't think it warrants a salary increase. You don't think so? No. Okay, why not? 
He just signed. When did Mara sign? Last last season, right? Two two seasons ago, I think. Yeah, so he's not. He's not. He's not at that okay negotiation stage. So I don't think he needs. I don't think he needs an increase. Plus, he doesn't start a lot, which goes against him. Yeah, that's true. But when he does play, do you think he's impactful? Not really. Okay, but okay. Let's say this. Do you think? Seeing that he did very well in the Afcon, do you think? And if you, if they do win the cup, do you think he's gonna start more? Do you and think people be like, "Yeah, Nick, start more, sign less"? Like, it'll be tough. I don't think. I don't think it'll just be a shoe and like, okay, bet you in, nah. Because City, who is the board this this often? The board Rodri. Yeah, Rodri- uh, Rodrigo the, from Atletico Madrid. From Atletico, which is I think a very good signing. I I'm not gonna lie. I I thought we could have got someone for Carl Walker to replace dog to replace Carl Walker. You have a Carl Walker agenda anyway, dude. Fuck that nigga. Fuck that nigga, dog. That nigga makes me mad. Every Joe, you've seen how that guy plays, Joe. You understand my my pain is. But yeah, um, the Rod- the Rodrigo signing. I don't know, man. Yeah, but you were saying it's Rodrigo and who else has he signed? Some young nigga. Some young nigga from I think a German side. Yeah, I forgot. I know but, who I know who he is, but he's a young yeah. little young young guy. Yeah, but uh, I don't think he's is yet to 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 be like to deserve a consistent starting place. Plus, um, your academy guy, what's his name? Zinchenko. No, the other one. I know who you're talking about. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Plus, he seems to be really gaining momentum, especially because he was starting towards the end of the season. So I think he he also might be a now is going to be a factor against Mario's being able to 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 consistently start. Plus, you still have a Guerrero. Still have the old. Ah, Jamie, I'm supporting Wolves this season. Fuck them, nigga. Why? Because we signed we we got a kid from Puma, man. I mean, I don't support. No, man. We don't. I don't support Puma this season, dog. No, we, no, we're not man. doing that until Puma stops this. Israel thing, dog. We we're not doing that. We're boycotting Puma, dog. So fuck Manchester City this season. I never thought I would say it, but I, I'm kind of sad because this is the first time I think since 2014. Because I only started watching football like this, like serious, serious, like 2014. So it's like the first time, like, hey, Manchester City, I'm kick the curve, dog. So nah, I'm supporting man. Wolves in this motherfucker. I need to support my Wolves jersey, <laughs> bitch. Nah, I can't even support Juventus anymore. I'm gonna support Napoli. Dog, ah, it's bad, dog. This season, I job. It's depressing, actually, dog. Yeah, man. Chickening out. <laughs> not loyal to your team. Man. Nah, it's not that. It's not that, man. I just have, I just have this weird um code of morals, man. That's all. It's fucked up. I know for some people it'll be like, hey, it's just, it's just a kid club. It's just a sponsorship. But at the end of the day, those people are sponsoring. Directly terrorism. So I'm like, nah, fuck that, though. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of those things. But um, Afcon, who's winning Afcon? Your your prediction? Algeria. You think so? Yeah. Who they versing in the finals again? Senegal. Senegal in the finals. Sure. But nah, Senegal made it to the finals. There must be a reason why. We're not gonna undermine Senegal went, like that. They went in via an OG man. Really? Yeah. Jesus, bro. An own goal. Yeah. An extra time is it? Who's the star player in Senegal? Sadio Mane. Oh shit, it's Mane. Yeah, nah, I'm going with Senegal, maybe with the edge. Now, with the edge. Algeria, from what I've, from what I've, from 
the game I've seen, like from just the tournament in general, Jerry, the, the, the collective play is too much. They really, they play as a unit. Is that like is that one of the best teams that you've seen throughout the competition? Yes. As unit wise, team wise. Yes. Okay. Okay, I'm going mm. with I'm going I'm gonna play Devils Advocate and go with Senegal. You got you got Algeria. Yeah. Uh um predictions for uh log ranking for the new season, who's gonna be top three or top five? Uh the, the, the top six. Top five, man. We're not doing top six because you wanna include United. <laughs> no, I'm going to include United. <laughs> what? I'm going to include United. I knew you were gonna do that because mm. we were like, yeah, top six, nigga. Um, um, yeah, top, so top five. Who, who's in the top five, making it uh, mid season or the end of the season? Actually, by, yeah. by end of next, by end of the the new season. Yeah. I am United. Manchester City is gonna be third or fourth. I'm just putting that. Nah, because of the curse of the Puma dog. I think. So. As much as I hate it, I think City won. City number one? Yeah. Liverpool, okay. Liverpool second. Okay. Spurs third. Wow, Spurs. Okay. Yeah, Spurs, they, they bought... They bought uh, yeah, I saw, I saw they bought... A, they actually Mbembele, really bought... Mbembele. They bought a, a lot of players, man. Uh, Tongi Mbele is really talented. And I think he could play a role within the mid. Nah, for sure. Um, fourth would be... Fourth will be Man United. I fucking knew it. That was what I fucking knew it. This nigga dog. Ah, uh, Joe. Ah, uh, dog. Why don't you say five at least, Joe? Ah, uh, but it's fine. It's okay. 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 I told you. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Fourth so where's Chelsea? Chelsea have just got Frank Lampard, and they have a transfer ban. And so they're not making top five. Is what you're saying? No, they'll finish first. They'll finish fifth. Yeah, Arsenal are gonna finish fifth. Arsenal's finishing fifth or Chelsea. Arsenal, Arsenal's finishing sixth. Holy Chelsea's finishing shit. fifth. Okay. Okay, I got I got um Liverpool one. Um I'll go with Spurs second. Uh third. Second. Yes. Yeah, I'm just I'm just I'm just this is just my prediction. Uh third I'll say Manchester City. Fourth Wolves. First United, oh. Father Wolves, Wolves, Wolves. You're being very ambitious. First, I'm just, I'm just saying. First, um, because I'm supporting Wolves this year, so I just have to support the club, man. Uh, first, um, what can I say five? First United, maybe. Yeah, first Wolves United. are not finishing top four. Who? Well, yeah, they no. might not. They might, they might not. Maybe they do. not. Might not. They will not. What if they do? What are they gonna do? It's about the grace of God. Listen to this <laughs> By the grace of God. Ah, Jomi, I have faith, bro. Maybe I think I think they'll do it. Wolves, I think they'll do it. I think Wolves they'll are going to be in that pack, in that mid pack. I with, think they'll with, do with it. With Leicester, Everton, um, so you're saying Ham. top. So you're, so you're saying top six to yeah. eight, six to ten, is what you say? Yeah, they're going to finish top half because they have because of the the players that they already have. And the manager in uh, in what's his name? Oh my gosh! I know who you. I know. Yeah. Now I I I think I am still going with it, bro. Top 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 five, top top five, top five. As ambitious as it is, top five. Actually, no. Manchester Manchester United six, Arsenal fifth. Maybe. 
Yeah, that's that's well, how I feel. Arsenal can't even buy someone. So how do you expect? Ah, Joe, you niggas aren't making the right decisions. That's why. So far, you guys haven't made the right decisions. Who do you guys? Speaking of United, who do you who do you think needs to? Uh, who who do you guys think you need to buy? Besides Icardi, because I know that's no, no, who y'all niggas want. No, you don't. I don't want Icardi. Don't want to, you don't want to deal with his wife issues? Because his wife is his manager. So imagine if you mess up in the house, you have to deal with the repercussions as a team. No ways. <laughs> so if you can't lay it down right in the bedroom now, you have, we, the entire club is to face the wrath of Wanda Icardi. Nope. So who would you who would you who who who, who are you looking for transfers? Transfer that might become yeah. Transfers. Apparently, Harry Mag- yesterday he signed Harry Maguire. Uh, apparently. Yeah, seems like. The is it ha- not? Con- is it confirmed? Not confirmed by the club, but a lot of the sources are saying the Maguire deal is done. Uh, Bruno Fernandez. We need someone creative. That's guys. actually who I, I I thought you guys would actually think of actually properly getting. No, because he's a he's fucking good. That dude. Apparently, Bruno Fernandez is really. Apparently, good. United are, are going defense first. Hence Maguire. If 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 confirmed Maguire won and Maguire won Bissaka, and then Kulabari. Kalidu wants to play Champions League football and we can't give him that. You can give him a bag, but you can't give him Champions League football. Yay! And I'm not gonna lie, Napoli's Napoli's eh, hey, Napoli's Napoli's looking dangerous, right? The the, the moves they make in the transfers, yeah. You and who else? You guys you guys want Young gone? Who? Young. I'll break his legs, man. Ah, yeah, yeah. Leave my nigga alone, dog. Joe. Joe, leave yeah, my nigga I'll, alone. I'll, I'll, That's like the only nigga I like in in United, dog. Look. I'll, I really like I'll him. escort him to the airport. I'll chaperone him. <laughs> Look. Anything to have that man gone. Anything to have that man gone. He's washed. Look, he must... Stick to the bench, and I hope that with Juan Bissaka, with with Maguire, with Shaw, and even though I hate him, but Smalling, yeah, we can have Young sitting on those Chevrolet bucket seats at OT, and I'll be happy. So, who would you replace with Young, though? Who 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 you buying for Young? You guys could have got what's his name because he's really good. Also, he's who I wanted to come to City. Um, Lucas Hernandez, bro, the French player and who who Bayern just bought. That was a fucking good not even just bought. They bought him the middle of the towards the end of last season. You know? Nah, did no? They didn't buy him at the middle of last season. There was there was rumors that no Manchester City are. Uh, I Manchester City might be Hernandez. Hernandez, the Hernandez the, deal was announced towards the end of last season even. For real? Yeah. Fuck, I might have missed that shit. But yeah, I like that dude. He's really good. He's an exceptional fucking player. I want him to come as a replacement that side. But yeah, that's who I would have preferred if you were going to say for Young. Who would you think you should pick for Young? Wan-Bissaka will do the job. <laughs> ah, wait. Okay. Okay. Okay, I see. And then, you and striker, you, who you gonna who you going to take on? You want Lukaku gone or Alexis gone? Who's worse? It's worse. It's Alexis, man. <laughs> Alexis has no groove at all. 
He's not the same one we bought. So you'll keep Austin. Lukaku and let Alexis go. Even if Lukaku with that horrible first touch. Nigga, <laughs> nigga, 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 with nigga, love, these niggas love niggas with Tim's on. New York niggas with I'd rather have, I'd rather have Tim him. Tim has niggas. Niggas with I'd rather Tim's. have him because he can be effective. Yeah, we, we, we saw what he did in Alexis, uh, Alexis, whatever you do, is just ineffective. Do you think it's because he's tired of the club or do you think it's, it's, um, he's just, he's just having a bad time? He's having a bad time. Because cause he was not like this. He was not... He was never this bad. He's just bad. He's really, really, really bad. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Why do, why, why do you think people are hitting on this Megan um, uh, foot, female footballer? The U, US... Um, uh, the US captain. Megan Rapion. Why do you think they're hitting on her? The backlash. I don't know, eh? On, on Twitter, dog. I don't know. I don't. You know. think it's because she's a woman, and she's part of the LGBTQ community, or do you think it's just the sexism in football that it that's to play with it? I think it's just hate. Like they just don't like her. You know. She's really a good player, though. I don't know why they're hating on her. I remember her. Her debut, I think, not her debut, I just remember her match. I think it was against South Korea in 2017 when she came on the pitch. Because she, she's like the OG in the USA squad. She's like the most experienced one. So I was like, oh shit, she's really good. And then she won the, 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 the last goal, I think it was 3-1 with a penalty if I remember correctly. Yeah. So I was like, oh shit, she's really actually fucking good. So I was like, yeah. And on FIFA, obviously, I've played football with, on FIFA with the women sometimes. So then I'm like, yeah, she's really good. So I was like, I can't like, even know. I don't even know if she's even good or bad, man. I, this nigga doesn't watch, Joe. No. What do you mean, no? When the women's what was happening was AFCON, I only, only watched the Mañana games. And then after that, I was like, ah, just chat. <laughs> then switched to AFCON. Alright, I feel you, but I. But why do you think she's getting hate though? You be, you think she's just getting hate just for NJ? When you shake tables, you're bound to. Good point. You're good, bound v- to get very like, good point. When you shake tables, so it's part of what happens when you shake the table. Wild, bro! Absolutely wild. Uh, so the army was deployed in Cape Town, bro. Have you been hearing this? Have you been hearing what's going on in Cape Town? Yeah, I mean, apparently, like, the violence in K-Flash has gone... Yeah, the gang to, violence is, in, is insane. Like, 2,000 people. It's no more just niggas shooting. It's now gone overload. Super wild. Do you think that was a good call? For the army to get involved? If the police... Martial law. If the police can't handle the situation, I think maybe it's for, it's best for... The army to see how they can assist in trying to alleviate what's happening because from what I'm, from what I'm seeing it seems like the police they really stretched to the max and even uh, what's these mortuaries are even they're starting to be stretched to the max because of how many bodies are coming into into the mortuaries so Maybe they will help. Maybe they won't. The the only way we'll know is 
season what happens. Uh, apparently, three three people got shot as soon as the army was deployed. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm, I, I think, for, for me personally, the, the army's already been called to CPT before. We've seen this before. So, I don't think it's going to help that much. I think what they should have done, instead of having the whole place in panic and and um, all sorts of shit, I think they should have just got a special force, clean out the hood. You know where these niggas is at. Clean out the hood, get rid of get rid of the main culprits, the kingpins, and you and you bet and you said, bruh. That's how I feel about it. There's really no need for martial law, dog, for the whole army to get involved, dog. And that's just cause that's just asking for innocent people to get injured in the in the in the um what do they call it, bruh? What do you call it when people are like in the crossfire? The crossfire, yeah. Yeah, like I think there needs to be an end to whatever's happening in CBT. But that's never gonna happen, dog. Yeah, in poverty-ridden places, you know the word, dog. It's never gonna happen. Yeah, man. Like I think the everything's happening in the flats is just it's a bit, it's a lot. Yeah. That you take one, you it's literally take one, replace one. Yeah, basically, yeah. But yeah, that's just my opinion on that shit. But yeah, pray for the cat. Pray for Capstar, Nias. That's yeah. what I'm gonna say. Pray for Capstar because I see a lot of motherfuckers. I'm not saying jack shit still, dog. Change those profile pictures, dog. Pray <laughs> for Cape Town, dog. It's real out there, bro. It's really real out there. Add your DJ Fresh. Thoughts on the DJ Fresh leaving? Where does he go? That's the question. Cause I Fresh. think he should start a podcast. I think that's a the musical only, podcast. I think that's the only route he can go. You're right. Yeah, cause it's YFM, it's five, it's Metro. Ninety four point seven doesn't is not him. Mm. That's true. And that's it. In GP. Why? Why? Why did he? Why did he decide to go? Resign. Was he resigned or did they did they fire him? Apparently that was a fire out of the termination of contract because he swore on radio. What? That was that was the reason? Yeah. Yeah, I'm shocked, bruh. Like yeah. not even so not even a ban or a suspension vele vele string. He was I think the he was suspended and they tried to mediate, see how how the how they could find a resolution to it. And then I don't think the resolution was found. Between the both parties, the SABC and and Fresh. Fresh. So he was so he was like, fuck it. Yeah. It is what it is. He actually yeah. made a statement. He said, Hi guys. Thanks for all the calls and messages of concern. I have actually never been better. I feel like I have been freed of a burdensome monkey on my back. My time at Metro FM was nothing short of magical. Thanks to all the listeners and colleagues that made it what it was. All of that changed when what was a kick ass show? was dismantled with no real sensible reason given already in march i was ready to leave because of this madness i chose to stay because of my loyalty to all the fresh breakfast listeners my love for you guys knows no bounds and will never be taken for granted i have no regrets about how this worked out because i firmly believe that fair labor practice is about correction more than it is about being grossly punitive as a principal i would sooner walk away from a job, any job, then accept such abuse. Interesting. 
Yeah, no, he. But apparently, what's his name wants to get him on his. They wanna. They wanna start a a, a, a thing together. A uh, seasway. Seasway holiday at him apparently. Wanna start like what, like a pod kind of. A Almost like yeah, like a show type thing. It could work. It would work, I think. Cause I think first he wants. If I think if he once he gets something where he can be a bit more uncensored, I think maybe that will work for him. But hey, being so uncensored on on what's the name is a dub, bro. On radio, that's a dub. It'll it'll never work on the public platform. Platform, nah, never. Cause it's not just, cause it's not just adults listening. There's kids as well listening. And yeah, maybe, for sure. Imagine you dropping customers on radio. What What are you trying to say? And what are you trying to imply? Cause kids they listen. Child, funny day to go to school. They use the survey they heard. And but you don't think that kids are more what's the name now? Um, what is it? More in tune and more educated. Advancedly than we were I think it's now They're more attentive To everything that's happening Yeah They're more They're They're more intelligent And more Like Awake to Everything that's happening So They wouldn't necessarily Follow in the same route As Maybe we did Back When we were kids But I think he should start a podcast. That would be really dope. It would work. Plus, he's a house aid. And And he knows music as well. A musical musical podcast about house music. Yeah. It would work easily. Because South Africa people love... Having people love house music. That's That's a fact. That's just a well-known fact. So, if you were to start something like that, that would help. That would really push the house journal to another level. Because now, there's something which a budding... Like a budding house DJ can submit a mix or be mm. in a mix with an established house DJ, so that would work. Do you think you should you should continue with music, or do you think you should get into this field of just starting a podcast, vele vele, or just this fresh music will never die. That's so. that's just him. Like he's he's a he's a music he's a music level first, radio second. So that would. His love for music that will always continue. That will always be there. Nah, I, 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 I feel that. Do you believe in aliens, bro? Nope. What the fuck? You don't believe in aliens, eh? Mm-mm. Why? Yeah. You don't believe in aliens? Nope. Why? I need a reason, dog. There's no reason. Jovella Vela, you don't believe? No. So Area 51, you won't go to? I don't even know it. I know it's some secluded area, but no, I wouldn't. So you're not going to be part of the 800,000 people that want to go to Area 51? No. Sad. I'll watch them do what they need to do and then... Yeah. <laughs> okay, away, away. Um, so apparently 800,000 uh, people um, on Facebook are like doing this events thing where they go to um, Area 51. So Vela, you don't want to go, dog? No. What I'm gonna do? Watch and watch aliens. I I I believe in aliens. So you believe in flying flying saucers? I I believe in aliens because I feel like it's crazy to think in this entire galaxy that we're the only the infinite the galaxy is so infinite. It'd be selfish and self centered to think we're the only living beings. In the entire fucking galaxy. That's just how I feel about it. Because it's so infinite, my nigga. The galaxy is so infinite. There's no way in hell 
we can be the only human beings on the on the planet. And I also believe this perception that we have of what aliens are is another fuck up. I don't believe aliens are this whole big eyed, green eyed, big eyed niggas with three three fingers. I don't believe that bullshit that Hollywood portrays aliens to be. I think I think aliens are just like us. Just like us, but just all sorts of different other colours as well. But they just like us. They just they just beings as well. That's how I believe. Yeah. Whatever you believe, that's you. <laughs> I just don't believe in aliens. So you don't believe in aliens just in Nope. Okay. What were you doing when Twitter and Facebook was down? I was on YouTube. Okay. Okay. What do you think they were doing when that shit went down? I don't know. What do they do? Maintenance? <laughs> oh wait, oh wait, oh wait, I feel you, I feel you. I think they were selling on metric, bro. But that's just me, that's the conspiracy in me talking. The conspiracy theorist in me talking. I thought, I just felt like they were selling on metrics and stuff because oh, that, that, it doesn't make sense, dog. Facebook was down that same week, I think a day or two before. And then all of a sudden, Twitter was down. I was like, ah, CIA, yeah, I see what you're doing, Nick. You mean funny. But yeah. Miss um, SA, dog, what did you think of the Miss SA 2019? The plus size model thing. The backlash. Do you think it was warranted? I think so, because I think, like, plus size women look for someone who more or less looks like them, who's, like, similar. But you saw, the, you saw the tweets, right? I didn't see two. I just saw the picture. Yeah, you saw the the, the picture of the yeah. the miss. Yeah, the woman who's cl- who's claimed to be plus size. What did you think of that shit? Ah, me. I said, "What the fuck is this? I don't see no plus size models." But then I looked at it again, and I was like, "Okay, I get it. What what they what they try to say, but they shouldn't identify them as I, plus I size." I think maybe the term they use the wrong term. Yeah, yeah. Because she's not. Pl- she's not. She's not those. She's not the skinny. Yeah, she's not. She's the, not the the typical model. Like you see, she has some meat, you know. So I don't think they should have used the term plus size. They should have just let it be, you know. They should have just been like, oh, this is a and a picture, and that's it. But because mm. had it been like that, though, I don't think there would have been any outrage at all. Yeah, I, th- I, I, I agree as well. It would have been seen as, oh, she's a contestant in South Africa, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, I totally, I t- I totally agree with you. Do you. Do you know the, the what's name for the Miss South Africa? What? The requirements. Some of the requirements for that shit is kind of crazy. I saw someone bring it up, I think, maybe a month ago. We spoke about it. I, uh, Frank and I spoke about it on the podcast. I think episode eight, bro. Last year, we were like... Cause I was reading the shit, I was like, "What the fuck?" Um, they say you. It. They say you can't have an. Uh, you can't have um had had an abortion, or some f- funny type of shit, dog. Weird shit. The only thing I remember is the thing about you cannot cannot be married. Or yeah, you can't be married yeah. as well. Well, that makes sense because it's miss. Yeah, it's not missus. There's a but there was a lot of weird shit with that shit. But yeah, man, I think, I think they fucked up. Those girls are not plus size models. It would have been dope if they actually got plus size models. That would yeah. have been dope. That would have been dope. That would have been fucking dope. That 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 would have been dope. But yeah, man. Um, the interview. Let's get into the interview. 
The heavy report, the heavy report. Um, how, how did you end up becoming a blogger? Where did this journey start, my slime? Where did this journey start? It started when I dropped out. Re- oh shit, you dropped out. Give yeah. us the give us the background story on that. So I was at Varsity College. I'm matriculated in 13, so I was at Varsity College from 2014 to 2016. So my course was a two-year course. Okay, what were you what were you studying? I was studying a diploma in business management. Okay. Yeah. So my course was a two-year course. And so, so 2014, 2015, I was supposed to have graduated 2016. 2016 was supposed to be that where I get my certificates and everything. So 2016 was an additional year. And it was an additional year my parents had not planned for. So there was a thing of my dad was like, okay, you're going to have to pass all of your modules. If not, we put in the plug on your, your studies. So, he, and then that happened. And then I started working retail, worked some retail stores, and then... How was that experience? It's very interesting. It's very interesting. It's very... It's very cutthroat. And you're on your feet a lot, so it's tiring as well. (laughs) And you can't really... And you have to manage your life around, okay, your schedule. Like, okay, I'm working this day, this day, this day I'm off. But then I want to do something on this other day. So you have to, there's a lot of juggling in that of trying to balance your, your just your normal life with working in a, in a retail environment. So, but the, would you, would you think that helped with, uh, let's say your, the business sense, you got like an insight. Yeah, I got an insight works. into how it works. I got an insight of, okay, things like target, like target, like targets, daily targets. Of how how much money you're supposed to make, to even just make not even, not even profit, just to balance everything out. Like okay, your target is twenty thousand. Anything after twenty thousand is just is additional. You know, I got a real world sense of okay, we need to make this much cash flow and product as well. Getting to see how much product comes in, how much. And really being one on one with, because I worked in a clothing store, so you see the t-shirts, you see everything, and it helps also with communication because you deal with different situations. You're dealing with customers maybe who are angry, customers who are maybe relaxed, mm. impatient customers, relaxed customers. You know, you 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 learn okay how do you deal with situations whether it's conflict or not. So it told me a lot of that. Okay, and then from retail, what happened? From retail, okay, I wanted to be full time with the the company. Uh, that didn't happen, so I was home for like two two. I was at home for two three months applying for jobs and everything else, and then there was one time I was just. I remember I tweeted it. Which year was this? This twenty seventeen. Okay. Yeah, it was 2017. So I was like, okay, I have nothing to do. I need something to pass time while I'm busy applying for all these for these little jobs here where I can get some money. So then I'm like, okay, let me just create a blog and see what happens. And then May, 
Me what? Then the, then in May, my first post went live. And yeah, from there it just kept going. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. My first post was actually a, a blessing in this in this guy just off seeing what happens because I think at the time, AK and Anati were they were pushing. What was the thing? Well, don't forget to pray. Yeah. Don't forget to pray. Was the f- was their very first? Was the second single of the Drent album? So that was dropping on Beats One Radio. It was premiering. And then Casper was dropping, I think it was second album. It was dropping like the day. I was supposed to drop a week after, but then it dropped the day after the the premiere on Beats 1. And then I started to sketch the article around the two, those two, AK and and Casper. How 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 was the how how did it feel doing your first blog? Like what did you experience when you were writing it down? Because obviously it's something that you you you're new to. How something I was new to something I was not even a writer. You see, that's what I mean. Like this I was is not like even a, new, a writer. A new experience. Even. How was it? It was interesting because structuring. If I have to look at it now, it'll just look it's bad. You know, words, punctuation. Just it looks doesn't look the way it my stuff now looks like. And your views, I'm sure, changed as well. I think my views then are still the same now in okay. terms of in terms of where I put them because I I think roughly I just said that the two there there's Casper and AKA then is the rest and it's still the same even now that it's Casper and AKA then is the rest so my views then and now are still the same regarding that those two. Okay, and um, where do you see... How did you come up with um, the name, The Heavy Report? The Heavy Report. It's a, my nickname My nickname is Heavy. A lot of people, that's... I gained that nickname when I was at VC. Okay. Yeah. That's, it's, so, it's The Heavy Report. It's a play on um, one of my favorite uh, websites, The ble- uh, Bleacher Report. So, I was like, okay. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. So, I was like, okay, and then... The heavy report, and then I was like, okay, bet. Let's and it's go. catchy as fuck too. Yeah, pretty freak, pretty fucking catchy. Uh, where do you see it? Uh, in the future and the end goal for the heavy report. In the future. Yeah. To be creating the dopest original content. Nigga, you're already doing that, nigga. I'm really doing. No, right now I'm just doing. I'm do. I'm doing it within my means. Okay. But then the end goal is to be doing stuff like creating dockies. Creating, creating short and long form dockies. Yeah. Um, to be shooting, because um, also I wanted to be able to do campaigns. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's on like the service side of the heavy report, is to be able to create campaigns for brands uh, such as Adidas, such as Nike, such as. Um, ex- like. Any clothing and streetwear media brand, like to be able to shoot ads for them, and then to be to be able to have offices within different continents and different countries. Oh, so you're going international, baby? Yeah, definitely. I have an international vision for it to be able to. We have people in London, people in 
Japan people in America people in here. That's dope that you said Japan. Yeah, cause Japan, I I really I hope to be able to travel there soon because I love the country. I think think Japan with the amount of influence within the streetwear culture, within the culture in general, even from back then from the babe days now with Sakai and uh, Nigo and yeah. really everything else. Japan's influence on what we wear and see today is second to none. So to be able to have a global footprint as well and maybe here and there do some eventing, you know, to be able to organize, also organize launches, you know. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so the vision is the vision is pretty big and clear as well. Yeah, it's very it's very big. I don't I've would you would you want to get on um would you want to get um on like YouTube ads YouTube etc yeah you YouTube as well it's, it's part of, YouTube is also part of the whole docu documentary content thing because I want what what you see on the platform must be a reflection of what you see on the channel what you what you read must be also what you see you know so when you're watching a visual. It makes sense. It is like oh, it adds. It's like a stamp on oh, this is what he said, and now I can see what he said. So, definitely. Uh, you mentioned the the Bleacher Report is one of your reasons why you decide on the name. Sure. What other influences do you have when it comes to, uh, blogging and what you're into right now? What I'm into right now. Um, yeah. the plug the plug magazine and plug magazine right here. He's, okay. Um. It's a very, um, it's a very, very dope platform because they're doing what hype used to, hype magazine used to do. I was back, just, I was just about to say the same thing back, back in the day, but really just on a digital, more new age scale. Cause hype is downfall was when hype's downfall from what I'm, from my opinion is that when everything started to go digital, they didn't adapt fast enough. With that culture. With that culture. Because it was still very much print-heavy. It was still print-heavy. And then once the digi- once digital started to move, they moved a bit too late. And then others were like, okay, we can receive the hype, but we can create something that's a viable online platform, which people will enjoy. And look with the plug, they'd be doing amazing covers. The cover, they probably they easily challenge any other big magazine in the country in terms of the concepts for the covers they've had. Like the recently they had one with um the the the, the people down in Cape Town, Zaid Osman, um Hayden Manuel from Puma. Yeah. Uh was like three or four other people. But like and the articles that came out were so quality because even though they do different things, but they pay homage. Oh, and Young CBT was also on the cover as well. They yeah, do di- they were in like the Muslim attire. Yeah, they were in the Muslim attire. Yeah. They do different things, but how they influence Cape Town and how they influence the broader country was is the same. Is that they want to keep it to them, keep it authentic to themselves, but let the world also see their authenticity. Yeah. 
Um, uh, what's your favorite interview that you've conducted already on the Heavy Report? So far, I've only done two, but the Venom interview was very was fun. It was the Rosen Joe interview. Why? Originally, I was supposed to meet him at the social club. That or that's where that's how that's the plan was that okay, you're gonna come to the social club and then um, you're gonna chop it up. But okay. then the problem the night before he was out DJing, so he was hanging, he was hanging badly. So I had to go to DJ Banks's house, and uh, they have my friend who also helped me interview um, Fifi. They were having a meeting. So then, fine, the meeting ends. I start interviewing Venom with my questions. And then my friend just, like, she barged in. She, like, she gatecrashed the interview. But then her gatecrashing also helped with the flow. And, more con- and like, she was asking just more questions. And from her, I was also starting to uh, ask more questions than the, one, than the one that I had written down for him. So really, it was just a nice flow. It was a very chill environment. Um, I got to know a lot about him and his mindset as a DJ and what he, what he, what way, where he wants to see himself as a DJ, as a brand, you know, with his own vision. So I learned a lot about him during that interview and it was very fun. Do you, do you, um, do you have a team with you or is it just you that does it? Cause you mentioned, uh, your friend Fifi, does she... Does she usually help you or is it just nah, solo? That, nah, that, that one was just the one off. Um, at the moment, I write solo. You got in every report. Yeah. So I, I know almost everything. Okay. Uh, and your dream interview? Cameron, 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 Cameron. Yeah. Killer Cam. Killer Cam? Yeah. Killer Cam, come, Killer Cam. Yeah. Killer Come, Killer. Okay, yeah. why Cameron? Why Cameron? Kevin's just an enigma, man. Like, cause he's fucking hilarious. Man. He's hilarious. Like, fucking yeah. hilarious. He's hilarious. Um, I can't even imagine the stories when he's telling about when, when, cause remember he signed to rock to Rockefeller and yeah. then early on, early on, and then he left. So imagine the stories that were happening in that time, and then the the whole thing with Dipset, how. Him, Jim, and and Joel's how they just created a whole movement, because then, because during that time they weren't really in clicks. Yeah, there wasn't at all. It was it was G Unit. G Unit came after. Is it? Yeah, G Unit came after. There wasn't a click that was in the forefront of of hip hop, and he was wearing a pink mink, and this before. Yeah, that's his most iconic. Um, yeah. That's his most iconic uh, moment, I think. He was wearing a pink mink. He had a pink cell phone. He had pink Timberland. Did you hear the story of how he got the pink cell phone? No. Um, while on an interview with Nadwa, he said that... Um, what's his name actually gave him the pink cell phone? She had the pink cell phone. Uh, Kamora Lee. Sure. So she was the one who gave him the pink cell phone. Because she said, yo, this shit is like amazing. But you're missing one thing because you just had a normal cell phone. And she's like, I have this pink cell phone. And she gave it to him. And that's how... It, that's part of the story that I've also heard of the whole... Shit. That's that situation. Yeah. Yeah. And also the fact, like, Dipset were fashionably ahead of time. 
That's true too. That's very true. Dipset don't affect me all the time. Like right now, when it's Fourth of July, people they 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 wearing band they wearing like American base uh bandan they 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 wrapped the the American flag with like Killer did, and there was just a unique bunch and unique crew and. That's just one of my reasons why I'd love to interview Cameron. And plus, Come Home With Me is a classic. Purple Haze is a classic. Children of the Corn, where do you rate Children of the Corn? Sorry? Where do you rate Children of the Corn? I only listen to those two. I listen to, I listen to Purple Haze, Come Home With Me, and then the two Diplomatic Community 1 and Diplomatic Community 2. Okay. Those are the like when it comes to Cameron, that's really, and I listen to some of the stuff he did with Vado and Arab music. Yeah. Okay. Um, as a blogger, how do you feel about the online censorship we've seen in the last couple of years, and what does that mean um, for freedom of speech for you? Being restricted means you can't really voice an opinion. Yeah. You know, now you're working within certain parameters and you have to, it can, and being able to work in certain parameters means sometimes the product you'll be offering will be diluted. Yeah. And it's not how you, how you'd have envisioned what you'd want to produce. But, it's a challenge it's also a challenge to me because it'll be like okay I have these boxes but how can I really just create something even when even when there's restrictions yeah you know it's a, it's like it's a challenge okay they've given me this box how can I just make it work even when I'm feeling that I'm being censored you know yeah. Because I'm a person like, okay, yes, it's a challenge, but I'm not going to make it be, I want to make it be like, okay, I'm sorry I can't produce this type of content because I'm being restricted. I'm like, okay, shop. I'm being restricted, okay, but how can I make it work in my favor? How can I make it, how can I still give you something even with the restrictions? With, even with the restrictions. So how would you go about it? There's ways, like words, you know, you think differently. You find a way to create pieces that even, that you'd be like, okay, you you find ways to maneuver around, around these areas. I feel you on that. Yeah. Uh, where do you see yourself flourishing? More in fashion or sports or both? I'm a sport head. I'm a fashion. I'm not not fashionista, fashionista, but I'm. I so really both. like fashion. So, so both. definitely. Okay. Cause sport influences fashion, and fashion influences sport. Wow. Polo, as Polo, Ralph Lauren are. Polo, Ralph Lauren are dressing up the umpires and Borgos at Wimbledon and at the U.S. Open. Polo, Ralph Lauren does isn't a, isn't a sport brand. But they are doing stuff associated with sports. Jordan, uh, Jordan brand are not known for football, for football, soccer. But they did something PSG, Gee, yeah. which had people who, like, there are people that never watch soccer in their life, but they have that 
PSG jersey. So those two spheres are one of the same. Do you think do you think um that fashion that fashion companies and these corporations should get involved with like politics and things like uh the whole Kaepernick situation? Um even the Castasamina thing where they where they co-signed it recently. Do you think they should get involved in that? Or should they just stick to what they know, which is just fashion? The thing is, they have a power in which they can talk about a statement. You know, mm. they are big, they are big corporate, they are big corporation. So, what they say will open ears and open eyes. So then, they need to be involved in certain situations, which can bring awareness to people who maybe didn't know or don't know about what's happening. Because there are people that don't read newspapers. They don't yeah. read um, News 24s, etc., etc. But if your favorite fashion brand is telling you about this, you're going to be like, oh, okay. Oh, so this is happening. Even if it's not a full-blown, in-depth explanation, but what they say has power. And if they use it properly, it can create dialogue and create awareness to people who maybe weren't knowing of whatever's happening. Okay. Um, how do you feel about sneaker collaborations with artists? Sneaker collaboration and kiss- sneaker collaborations with artists are the lifeblood of sneaker culture. You don't think it's oversaturated now? Because, like, everybody's doing it. Because I, I, I remember back in a time where it used to have this exclusivity. Where it was, like, super exclusive. Where people used to collab with, like, Nike or... With, with like, the Run DMC with Adidas. Sure. Like, so exclusive. It, it feels like that's been so diluted now, in my opinion. How, how do you feel about it? Yeah, there is that thing of... It has been diluted, but... It's when you when it's a new generation of artists, the the senior companies need to find a new way of communicating with mm. their their peers. You know, the target market. The target right? market. So. Mm. Yeah. So, like for them, when Travis drops, when Travis drops, his Adrian one, it will not only appeal to the people a bit older, but then there's a new. There's a, there's a new crop of kids who like Travis, who like, okay, this is nice shoe. And at the same time, it bring it becomes almost like a, cust- a customer. They, they're building a, a new customer base, which they'll probably grow old with the brand, you know, and stay loyal to the brand. Mm. So, when tra- so when a Travis drops something, when a Kanye West drops new Yeezys, there's a benefit. Obviously, there's a there's a monetary, ben- there's a monetary benefit, but then there's a brand benefit because they they get new customers. For example, last year, um, it's not a sneaker, but last year Louis Vuitton collaborated with Supreme on a on a collaboration, and those two brands they're very different. Louis Vuitton is normally a brand which associated with wealth, with, with class. Yeah. Was a very high, upper echelon, where Supreme is even, even even though it's now got 
mega backing. Supreme is a streetwear brand associated mm-hmm. with skaters with high beast culture and everything else. So with when Louis like yo Supreme, let's work together. It's Louis being on some. You know what? We want. We're looking for a new customer base. We're looking for a new, new people, new generation of yeah. pe- people who will be loyal to Louis Vuitton. So why don't we use you on this? And Supreme what they'll gain. They'll be gaining a different appeal, like a broader appeal. You find someone who's never worn a Supreme ja- a Supreme jersey in, in his or her life buying a, a Louis Vuitton Supreme jersey. And maybe he or she will start being like, okay, you know what? I like Supreme beyond just this collaboration. So maybe I'll start buying Supreme regularly. I'll buy Supreme Box logo, a hoodie, a sweatshirt, etc., etc. Uh, your top five sneakers? Top five sneakers. Yeah. Air Jordan One, the Chicago colorway. Okay. Okay. Nike Air Force One. Yeah, that's legendary. White. That's legendary. When was your first pair? Funny enough, last year. Really? Yeah. Last year, Feb, I bought my first pair of this horse. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. White ones. White. Yeah, white is iconic, man. Look. With the, the, with the, we can't forget the, with the gold, um, what's his name? The, with the gold little emblem also on the, on the lace at the, at the, in the front. Well, they're not those. With the A four ones, yeah. No, they're not the 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 emblem the the emblem on the list is silver. I think those ones, the gold ones, are for that. Cause there's, yeah, there's I had silver. mine. I yeah. had mine years ago. I I was yeah. in grade five, and I had the boot Air Force with the strap, yeah. and it had the gold. Yeah. Classic. And then the only thing I hate about white Air Force ones is where once you start, they look very amazing when they're brand new. And maybe like the first way, but when once you start wearing them over time, they become very ugly sneakers. Cause they, they cause obviously with white, the the midsoles become come brownish, and then there's decreasing on the on the toes as well. They don't they lose that pretty that that aesthetic it has when it's brand new. But white Nike Air Force ones, I think everyone should have. It's compulsory. You said five, right? Yeah, that's two. two. Um, currently, I like the what's this? The Puma sales. Those shoes, they look like those shoes look amazing, and the fact that like there's people locally that are in them, like Tots from Galaxy Boy. Tots from Galaxy Boy actually shows how you should actually rock a Puma when you post. And you post pictures of him when you put him it's almost like, okay, I need to either get this, this, and this, and maybe this is how the shoe will be the star as well. He knows how to rock those Puma. Any Puma that he gets, he somehow knows how to kill the fit, you know. So Puma sells, that's number three. Number four will be Vans Old School, low cut. Oh, not the high tops? No, low cut. I like the low cut uh vandal schools. They're very clean. Um, the, the only thing is, if you don't know how to maintain them, they become very ugly. Cause it's the same material on the, the same material on the heel and on the toe. So 
over time, if you're not maintaining them, the material becomes like light. It turns from black to grey. Yeah. And and it's, it's almost like it's like you're saying, Adri, I was in the struggle, nigga. I was jumping fences, you know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Vans old school. Those are very. Those are some of the. And nicest. your last one. My last one. Is them getting Adidas? The old school one, right? No. Oh shit! Okay. That's interesting. That's not in your top five. That's pretty interesting. Mm. The new originals. I'm surprised it's not in there. Um, Adidas Young Ones. Okay. Yeah, Adidas Young Ones. Okay. They're basically like if you can't afford the wave, if you can't afford the Yeezy Seven Hundred. Trust me, the best alternative shoe you can buy is an Adidas Young One. Because it has more or less the same aesthetic with the whole chunky, chunky, chunky vibe, but for a fraction of the cost. And they look amazing. I saw, you know, I was, at, I was, I was attending Reese Effect. Who's this guy? Kurt Sossenberg. He's a photographer. So he, was, he, wore, he wore a pair of Adidas Young Ones. With track pants and uh, rugby sh- uh, old school rugby shirt with a co- so the one they have a collar the shirts that are long sleeve and they have a button up collar. Yeah, the fit was fantastic, and I think that's the first time I saw someone wear a pair of young ones, and I was like, okay, I want, I want a pair like that, I really do, and I'm hoping I'll get a pair soon, one day's one day. One day is one day. Yeah. Uh, you're a fan of full size run, right? Used to. I don't. Pay, ah! I, I don't pay much. I don't pay much attention to it Shit. now than I did during when Rich and Rich Lopez was there. Oh shit! So you so you so you're not a fan of the Trinidad James being there now. I think Trinidad being there is cool because Trinidad knows a lot about sneakers and he knows a lot about the culture, but. Yeah, I'm not really that deep of a fan. Fuck. However, I've watched my favorite episodes. Probably the one with um, with uh, Action Bronson and Mayhem Lorraine. Oh, you enjoy that one? Oh, I love that one. I love Bronson. I love Lorraine, and what they contributed to the show was really dope. Um, who else is on there? Did you see uh, the? Oh yeah, you said you haven't watched recently. The one you should check out that recently dropped the uh, Romeo and his dad masterpiece. That was pretty funny too. Is it? Yeah. Uh, but my favorite one is um, the Jim Jones episode. Oh, that show was funny. That was funny. Oh yeah, no, I was also yo, saw yo, that yo, one. Yo, yo, yo. That was funny. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> so your top, which would you say is your top three episodes then from the show? Because May- I wanted to say five, yeah. but you know what? Mayhem Loren, Action Bronson. Uh, Bobby Hundreds from the Hundreds. Okay. And, and Jimmy. Not bad, not bad, not yeah. bad, not bad. Um, best football ad ever, in your opinion? Anything that's Joe Bonito. It's for the A's, that's old school. Oh wait, I feel you, I feel you, I feel Literally you. Literally anything that's Joe Bonito is probably the, the best ads. But not only just best football ads, best ads, period. I feel you. I feel you. Uh, top five players of all time. Uh, Ronaldo R9. Ronaldinho. Ronaldo, Ronaldo R? R9. Okay. Yeah. Ronaldinho. Original. 
Um, Mm. Even though I hate him, Messi is low key amazing. Messi has been amazing. Why you hate Messi? Because he plays for Barcelona and I don't like Barcelona. <laughs> and I'm a Madrid star, so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Messi. Messi. I yeah. think Messi has been amazing. Um. Zizou, Zidane, and think one more. Yeah, I'm thinking of the one more. Roberto Carlos, I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then Roberto changed flank defending. I think because at the time, defenders weren't attacking. That's very true. Defenders weren't attacking. Was he the first one to do that? Or did he? Or was it someone before him? So probably someone before, before him, him as well, yeah. But like, for me, he was the first one I saw who, as a defender who was really an attack minded. Now you see, now, now you see defenders. If you're playing, especially if you're playing on the on the flanks, if you're playing left back or right back, he has to be able to have some form of attacking ability. It's now become a prerequisite. He has to be able to, as much as defending is your core job, mm. he has to be able to contribute to an attack. So he has to be able to pass, or he has to, be able to cross. If he can head, yeah. Okay, that that that's a good top five. I'm not mad at that. Uh, favorite cartoon of all time. <laughs> Hard one, ne? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, nigga. Hard one, boy. Yeah. That's a tough one. I won't even lie. Oh, man. That is a super tough one, bro. It's tough. Super tough. Super tough. My favorite cartoon of all time. Yeah. Okay, let me let me be kinder. I'll give you. Two. You can take. You can pick two. You can pick two. You can pick two. Kids next door. Hmm. A man of culture. That that yeah. A man of culture. Yeah yeah yeah. I like that one. Yeah. Samurai Jack. Okay. So strictly Cartoon Network. No, it's not strictly cutting it. Okay, but you like those two. Okay, that, yeah, that's a very good choice. I'm not mad at that at all. I'm not mad at that at all. Um, Michali or Faith? Michali, dog. Just so quick, dog. Joe! Nigga, didn't even think about it. Slime, you just. Michali, dog. Michali, why? Yo, that Kosa booty is amazing, Joe. It looks amazing. Yo! Yo! Joe, that good. Joe, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure they. They charge your excess baggage for that ass. Excess baggage for that ass. If you could if you could have a shot with her, how you gonna approach her? What's your pickup line? First words you gonna say to her. She's at the she's at she's at a spot you're at an event. You see her, you're trying to pull up. First thing you gonna say to her. How do you even pull up to Michali, dog? That's even the question. No like Michali is Premier League status, bro. 
Ah, me, I'm pulling up, dog. Sorry. But yeah, um, why would you say, dog? So you're not going to pull up. You're just going to stay. Um, she's right here, my nigga. She's, she's valid. She's right here. Just, you just, just walking distance, my nigga. I don't know, Joe. I, I don't know. I know fear will be gripping me badly. I know fear will be gripping me badly because it's Michelle. And I don't know, ever since she left one of those helium twins, Michelle's been one a of those, oh, oh, oh. Wait, we left one of those who? Helium twins. Helium? Yeah. Hey, Joe, what is Joe, who is the helium twins, dog? The major, oh, I the know major leads, man. I know you too. Oh, the helium twins. <laughs> like, I don't know. It seems like after that relationship. What's wrong with this nigga? The helium twins. That's a, I that's feel like funny. after that, Michelle just went on like overdrive. And then she was like, okay, I'm going to. On some, okay, I'm going to show what you got. And I'm going to be. And I'm going to make you regret every moment. And boy. She's just on people's neck. She looks amazing. Like, she can't... Right now, she can't put a foot wrong. She almost did, though. She almost did. In that situation. But, ah! We, we, we'll, we'll, never, we'll overlook that, you know? Because <laughs> it's Michali. We'll overlook that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay, so you don't know what you say to her? No, I don't know. Okay. I'll just say she's a great YouTube content. I'll that's say. a start. That's a yeah, good start. I'll that's just, just say, that's hey, not bad. Man, you make nice content, you know, and then maybe find a way to put the whole creative thing. I you know? see you. I see you. That, that's and then okay. from, and then from there. So he's not shy after all, slimes. This nigga ain't that shy after all. Gonna yeah, say, hey. I'll just say, hey, how are you? I'll I'll be first, just greet, you know, like normal. Yeah. And then be like, hey, you make great YouTube content, and then find a way to incorporate me as a content creator, and then we'll see where the road goes. Um, what would your last meal ever be? Mac and cheese. Oh, shit. Baked or fried? I'm asking. Baked or fried? Who fries mac and cheese? Americans. We must know this, must. <sighs> God, no. we, we, we must know this. No, man. like just... That's what uh, I'm asking, must. Yeah, no, like in the oven. Yeah, baked. Okay. Yeah. Well, are you going to make it uh, crunchy on top? Yeah, like I like it crunchy on top. Okay, I feel Crunchy right. on top, gooey in the middle. Yeah, men of culture, I said it. Why should people care about heavy? I care Why about should people care about you, Slam? I don't think... Because I'm just me. I really, that's... I, I'm true to myself. Because... Uh, in today, people can be people will put a facade on everything. They'll put who they will put a mask because either maybe they're just trying they don't want to let people in to their world, which is okay, you know. But I think I just I stay true to myself. I stay true to me. I stay true to the things I've learned in this life, um, and I. I just, you know, spread positivity, man. You know, the world we live in right now is just so dark. It's so painful. It's full of just hate. So we all need a little something, a little, a little something to get us smiling again. And 
I do that a lot, especially with my friends. Like, I did a lot. I try to keep them sane without... Keep them sane, keep them all right. Keep them on the right path and and just, yeah. Do you think the world is dark now or do you think we're just getting the reality of how dark it actually is? Like, it's always been dark, but we now seeing at the forefront about how dark this fucker is. I think it's a bit of both. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Okay, that was the interview, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you feel about the Ace and Rocket situation? Uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Let me plug yourself, nigga. Jesus, uh, man. Oh, Jesus, yeah, how yeah, the fuck are you yeah. Plug it? <laughs> yeah, 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 H-E-A-V-Y-R-E-P-O-R-T-Z-A On Instagram, it's The Heavy Report T-H-E-H-E-A-V-Y-R-E-P-O-R-T And then follow me on the gram It's at Kakiako underscore two. And follow me on Twitter It's at Mr. Underscore McFresh Mr. Underscore M-C-F-E-R-E SH and yeah, yeah the rocky situation is actually kind of tough because you saw now how his how his um his conditions are. It isn't as dire as it was exaggerated. Isn't as dire as how I believe it could be. Mm. I think like, but I think the problem is when you're overseas and you've been attack- antagonized. You don't know the laws. You don't know the laws of how. Because for some, what Rocky did could have been, nah, it's just a little, it's a little something. Mm. And you can, and you, and they just let it go. For some countries, it's like, yo, you could be in jail for a minute if you, if you yeah. do that. So, that's the, the problem that you, you, you want to defend yourself, but then you don't know to what extent. You don't know how far, you don't know what, could lead you to jail what won't lead you to jail so it's, it's really the balancing act that's why for most times they try to behave as much as they can when they're overseas because when you don't know the laws of course yeah you don't know when you don't know the laws it's because some laws are just they're weak you, you could really go to jail for slapping and someone. being black in general is also already automatically yeah you know what I'm saying and right, and the thing is, Rocky rolls heavy. Rocky rolls 12, 20, 20 deep, twenty deep. And that's yeah, because the whole mob was. No, he wasn't. Not he wasn't with the mob this time. But he, was, but, 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 but most of the time, yeah, he's yeah. it's Ferg, it's yeah. Antis, the whole entire mob. So Rocky rolls heavy, and so then there's the subject. Oh yeah, it's black kids doing black things again, trying to trying to ruin trying to ruin the neighborhood, you know. This white peaceful environment that's been created. So there's that perception that like Rocky's coming to disturb the peace. Yeah. I feel but I hope the situation will get sorted out. I think it will because 
now they're saying um, the the other guy also he has a one guy has a an, a criminal record has an outstanding criminal record and everything mm. else. So I think this I think Rocky will be able to sort things out. But then the tough thing is that his his pocket has not taken a hit because he was supposed he was supposed to be on tour in Europe. He had like I think he had like five or six festivals he had planned to tour. Yeah. While while he was in Europe for he's like definitely two not, months. He's definitely not getting that bag. And in so, Europe, the, 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 their favorite thing to do, I've seen with artists that I like, like Freddie Gibbs, etc., other artists as well, where if you get in trouble with the law, they make sure you miss those dates, like your court earrings and stuff are within those dates, etc. Yeah, et like Rocky had to cancel his entire European tour because he's in, he, can't, he can't perform. Mm. So he had to cancel those five, six festivals they're supposed to perform at. So he's in he's in a bit of a he's in a bit of a tough hole, but yeah. He could probably remake the money lost on those tours when he's if he comes out before the end of like September, because that's when it's like the winter and everything that side. I think he could be able to stack up do go on like a promo tour and everything and be able to recoup the money he lost. No, nah, I, I, I totally agree, bro. How do you feel about people saying that um, they shouldn't... Well, let me not say not that people are saying they shouldn't free him, but they feel like it's kind of karma-ish for him with the whole situation that he was saying previously about he's, he's not really interested in the black struggle. He's not interested in what um, the pain and struggle black folk go through, like when the whole... Fida, um, the ca- the castle situation happened where that guy got choked and how to breathe situation and black pain he said he's not really focused on that because he lives in Beverly Hills and all he wants to rap about and cares about is he's lean his friend that passed away and the bitches oh the bitches <laughs> New Jack City <laughs> I've been trying to immune yourself from everything that happened is I it, think, didn't Nasty C also say something like this last time too? He said he doesn't experience racism. Do you remember that? A couple of years ago, he also said some shit like that. In his neighborhood, he doesn't really, he's never really experienced racism. I think it's more, don't immune yourself from everything that happens. Yes, you, yes, you live in an area which you won't experience racism, you won't experience everything, but mm. don't be like, too ignorant on everything that happens. You know? Because, it might not happen now, but it could happen way down the line, you know. And it's sad. I think because legal, when you're in a legal situation, you're trying to be a positive as hell. You're trying to keep your head up because it's a legal case, and those things probably they 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 drain you. And then there are people that think, no, she go to jail for, she stay in jail for whatever you said. It's kind of not cool. I feel you. Uh, well, guys, this is Word on the Street Podcast, episode 46. Holla! 46. Uh, it's Grav. You know what it is. Oh, yeah, Song of the Week, bro. Song of the Week, Song of the Week, Song of the Week. Yeah, shout out to Major League. Shout out to yeah. Focalistic. Uh, my Song of the Week is Maxo Cream. Roaches off of his pumpkin album that he released maybe a year or two ago. Yeah, I've been jamming this shit like every day again. It's like one of those timeless favorite joints. What's yours, bro? Yo, uh, my favorite. 
My favorite joint currently, it has to be of uh, Major League and Focus uh, joint project. I subscribe Kitty Pinatagokasi. The joint is called Beba. It's really dope. If you really, if you like old school, quite though, that heavy, heavy bass line, that's the joint you should really listen to. It's the one. Yeah, you heard that, guys. Guys, uh, this is what on the screen podcast. Please have a beautiful week for the love, salute, life, peace, salute, and public salute. positivity to you Thank and yours. Thank you, Blakey. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, nigga said Blakey. Remember roaches in my ashtray and roaches in my cereal Air Force knockoffs with the Gucci print material Way before the iPhones, Twitter, Gram, socials I'm talking about Nextel, Chirps, Boost, Mobiles Back when the face that was for OG killers Now I'm seeing teardrops on you SoundCloud niggas Remember back when music had content and metaphors Way before the mumble nonsense and popping handlebars All these rappers junkies talking like they dope dealers One song a scammer, the next song they killers First time I shot the gun, the neighbors called the people I was watching 12 search for shells like Easter That's around the time they shot my daddy for the rollie Around the same time, AI lost to Kobe Platinum FUBU summers, rocking iceberg in the winter Throwback headbands in them spree world spinners Fucking the computers, using line while your bad shut Bootlegging boots and selling CDs at the daycare Saving up Walla Bean bag for my stash spot Mama still ask me how the fuck I get that Xbox Around the first time I saw my uncle smoking crack rock Getting Flintstones, smoking pebbles like it's bedrock Around the same time my boss was scamming on that laptop Still remember when my uncle Sidney took that headshot I was trying to get them Jordan 17 dead stock Used to hoop dream pushing rock on the black top Started home invading picking combination padlocks Putting crack rock in a figure four leg lock I was hella young watching Triple H and Rig Fluff Bust my head open play fighting with a steel chip Trying to be a wrestler almost put me in a wheelchair Thankful for that Medicare welfare hell Remember roaches in my ashtray and roaches in my cereal Air Force knockoffs with the Gucci print material Way before the iPhones, Twitter, Gram, socials I'm talking about Nextel, Chirps, and Boost Mobile Back when the face that was for OG killers Now I'm seeing teardrops on you SoundCloud niggas Remember back when music had content and metaphors Way before the mumble nonsense and popping handlebars Nowadays I can't even walk in the stove Without these crazy ass fans or bopping assholes Back in old four, a hole said I wouldn't blow Now every show I go, three or four, give me dome I was up in Vegas at the Mayweather party Then my mama called me by Hurricane Harvey Said that house got flooded, water covered up the sofa Impala Range Rover, she need me to come over Knowing it's over, it was fucking up my night Like they gon' be alright Tomorrow book a flight Woke up 40 minutes, called, she was calling all night Said there's no more for the lights and she been fighting for her life Told Toby, book the plane, I gotta be there by the night But all this hurricane rain made the airport cancel flights I'm like, what the fuck? How? I'm thinking like wow, praying that she don't drown. Dear Lord, just get her out. She worked her whole life to move the family out the hood. Just to lose everything she had in the flood. Donald Trump and Red Cross acting like some hoes. People drowning in their homes cause they couldn't get a boat. Pops got a bad heart. Last year he had a stroke. In his bed off meds, couldn't swim, sink or float. On the roof for three days before rescued by FEMA. Twelve years later, same day as Katrina. If you was in my shoes, you would probably be stressing. 
But sometimes God heal, bless you and test you Every day I say my grace because I could've lost my people I still got cases, me and my brothers fighting Rico 600k for the Bell Buns people Another 100k, I pray my lawyer got the cheat code Organized crime, dope and money lender 599 and that's the only offer Cream. I remember when you were a little boy, you used to tell me, jump me to sheep. Every time you see me, say, time to jump me to sheep. That is, jump me, rock you to sleep. I used to rock you to sleep. And you, you know, you've always been a big boy. Pocket, pull your pants up, boy. But you know what, Pocket, I'm so proud of you. You came a long way. Keep it up with your music. You doing good. Keep doing you. Hello and Randisha. Must pull up on Tonayam. Funa Mumba la by five. Five roses. See. I see